Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reached Hangout. Today we have a returning guest from the episode entitled, I Am Qualified. She brought a lot of transparency and authenticity, and I could just go on and on and on and on. So I just had to bring her back on the podcast because I felt like today's topic, she would be a perfect fit for. So that being said, I don't have nothing else to say. I know the intro is short, but if you don't know who I'm talking about, you need to get with the program. If you haven't caught up to all of my previous episodes, pause this one, go ahead and catch up. But if you have and are caught up, then you know exactly who I'm talking about. And if you don't know, I guess I will go ahead and tell you right now. So enough of the anticipation. Ladies and gentlemen, the guest on my podcast today is no other than my only sister, my big sister, Emmanuel Tremble. How are you? Okay, wait, you're not my only sister, but my only blood sister. Okay, Emmanuel Tremble. Hey everyone, how are y'all doing today? How are my ELTs, the manual listeners on Lydia Podcast? And yes, I took some of your fans, so don't be in your field. How you gonna come up on my podcast? You know what? And first of all, I asked you, how are you doing? You jumping the damn. Well, I'm doing good on today. It's good to be back. It's good to talk to the listeners that are listening to the words that we have to say on today that's what's up so you pretty much know the get down and how we do it on here but for those who are new or just tuning in i would like to just say at the reached hangout we like our listeners to get comfortable and to feel safe you know telling their truth because this is a safe place so we encourage snacks beverages and a notepad or you can use your phone to jot down notes because promise you're going to want to jot down these notes from the discussion to better ourselves now and in future reference personally for me you know I just have a water to the side just in case I get parched because I do a lot of talking sometimes I can ramble on and I have to be like girl chill out so I need the water and then I don't brain snacks because I have a microphone I don't want y'all to hear the fumbling the crumbling and everything else but enough about me because like I said I can ramble for hours Emmanuel do you have a beverage of choice with you today or anything you brought to the hangout to get comfortable Nope, just myself. Let's get in and let's go. Alrighty, alrighty. So I'm pretty sure everyone's ready. And if you're not ready, please get ready because we are about to begin to discuss today's topic, the bare minimum. I'm going to say it again for those in the back, the bare minimum. So like you said, I'm just asking one more time. Are you ready, ma'am? Y'all, see, this is why I'm taking her friend, fans from her podcast. L.E.T.'s, go ahead and shout out for me and tell her, let's get this thing going. First of all, you start off saying E.L.T.'s, now you saying L.E.T.'s. Look, That's I'm, half, I'm, I'm half sleepy, half tired, y'all. Forgive me, I'm, I'm tired. But at the same time, I'm excited. So let's get the show on the road. <laughs> Alrighty, ma'am, let's begin. In this new age of dating and preferences, some people believe that chivalry is pointless for courting. In other words, making people feel like the little things they ask for or desire from their partner, future mate is unnecessary. And the quickest way to deflect around this obstacle is by claiming a woman or a man's standards may be too high. Though when you're trying to be committed 
in a relationship, when you're trying to be committed to someone, wouldn't you do anything for love? Like, yes, there are certain limitations to one's ability, but asking for the minimum is fair enough when starting off. People just desire a personal connection of feeling valued and wanted. Like, I may well to kick off the first question to this podcast, do you honestly think the quantity of affection people ask and inquire for is too high of a standard like maybe they could be jumping too far ahead because one sole person really like can they really meet all of your needs and all your desires yes i mean go back to the previous podcast where (laughs) your girl emmanuel was on we was talking about how we are qualified so i do believe we can believe in what we want in the individual and what we don't want in the individual because what we was telling the our listeners that are listening don't feel like what you want in a man or a woman is not qualifiable so with that being said yes i believe you could get everything that you want in that individual as long as it's going accordingly to god's purpose I, I believe that to be true. And also on that qualified episode, we just didn't talk about relationships. We talked about all aspects in life. You are qualified for anything in life. You have the criteria. So there shouldn't be no if, ands, or buts. Why you can't get it? You just need to continue to persevere and God will open up doors that no man can shut and everything else. And, you know, I honestly, truthfully stand firm on the statement of if they really want to do something for you, they going to do it. Sure enough. They going to do it. Sure so enough. you telling me that my standards or my expectations of you is too high. I don't think so. Because nowadays people be acting like I'm asking you to cut off your arm and give it to me. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you for the minimal list of things. Like, just let me know if you're okay. Text me back. Now, you don't have to text me back right then, right there. Because I get it. We're busy. We have lives. We have things going on. Even with me not being on a nine to five I'm still a busy person so I'm not expecting you to be following me around like a weepy dog because I don't need nobody weeping behind me but showing those attributes that you desire me showing those attributes that you care about me like are you wasting my time or are you not wasting my time like we need to know and even the more for dating we continue to make excuses because people say the blueprint and the expectations of relationships aren't the same when they are but however people still have an unaged mindset when it comes down to the value and worth of a person especially towards women placing barriers that stigmatize our character like for years people have been so focused on a woman's appearance and telling her what she can and cannot do but cannot see that we are intellectually and physically compatible to a man i'm not saying that we are better than men i'm not saying like oh i'm beating my chest women rule that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is we are your equal like yes we know men are the hunters and they have certain things instilled within them that some women can't do or that women just can't do because they are men god has destined us for different things in life and yes we're supposed to sit in the garden but at the same time we still have more to offer so we would like to receive the equivalence or more 
But there are cases where accepting minimal effort is magnified in the relationship community rather than holding people accountable to treat others better. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't sit there and let men think that women accept this type of mess and don't sit there, men, and let women treat you any type of way because at the end of the day, like I said to my sister previously, people gonna do for you what they wanna do. So you can't just sit there and expect somebody to change. Yes, people can change over time, but change don't always mean good. It don't always mean good. So, Emmanuel, do you think we accept and compromise in some areas to this toxic norm to avoid the fear of abandonment? Because it's not like we don't know our worth, but it just seems like this is the best love can get for us. This is the best love can get for me. This is the best love anybody can love, if I'm just being honest. Yes and no. Yes, I do. We feel that type of way sometimes but at the same time I feel as though we don't feel that way and we just open up the way how we think when it comes to meeting that individual that we supposed to be with and not the individual that we currently with because at the end of the day I'd rather be lost than found because you know I always feel in my heart if I have someone that is not for me but he's a good individual but he is not for me then it's not mine so then that's when I get that fear of abandonment because at the end of the day he's a good man he could cook he could clean he could do everything but he's not mine this is not the one that God has ordained me to be with so I start feeling the abandonment but when I have got to that point saying enough is enough and I let that good gentleman go for he can find the person he could be with then I don't feel that type of way no more because then I know sooner or later the individual that is supposed to be with me he will find me so I'd rather be lost and waiting to be found from the person that was supposed to find me in the first place Exactly, because like you said, if that person is not for you, it's always button heads. It will always be button heads because if that person is not supposed to be with you, like I get it, we come to a place where we just get aggravated. And it's like what you said, I don't want to start over I don't want to start over because starting over to me I feel like I experience the same thing consistently and I keep seeing the same red flags so why don't I just stay with this person why don't I just keep this person around in my life but you know that's not good that's not good because the longer you accept those flaws the longer you accept those things about that person you don't nothing's going to change you're just going to put yourself in a deeper hole and also understand this because I think a lot of times not just us and women I have seen men do it too we invest so much time into somebody to want them to be a better person to help them to become a better person it's like I'm not letting them go because I'm going to reap the benefits of my work like I'm showing you how a woman should be loved I'm showing you how a woman should be treated I'm showing you everything that you're supposed to do and vice versa so I'm not going to let you 
go to somebody else so she can reap the benefits of me teaching you how to be how you supposed to be but at the end of the day that's all god like yes you played a contribution to that part but like Maywell said we cannot keep holding on to people that's not supposed to be with us because we're gonna keep budding heads we're gonna keep repeating those same offenses we're gonna keep seeing those same red flags and not just within that person if we do decide to let them go it will also be in new people because i realized personally for myself that it's better out there for me but at the same time if i don't start to move differently i'm going to keep repeating and keep seeing the same thing what do you mean lydia I mean, I had to change my mindset that when a man approaches me, it's not going to be a whatever, let's give it a shot type of energy. No, off rip, I'm going to start to check my boxes. I'm going to start to check and see if this man is on the same path as me, like same morals, same values, even more. Because honestly, my number top box, my number one box is my relationship with God. That's that's first. Maybe I wasn't really all about it in the past, but we're not talking about my past. We talking about now because the older I have gotten, I have realized that my relationship with Christ, the 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 interaction I have with him is a priority and I cannot ignore it. So just like I have those reservations about the encounters I expect to reap from people, I know you guys have the same thing. And I know we can also relate to the fact when I say when we want to be in a relationship or trying to stay in one it takes a lot of compromise it takes a lot of commitment and it takes a lot of your attention considering we say a lot of times that we're easygoing and just to tell us the truth but that's not always the case because if we want to keep it a book whenever someone verbalizes to us a difference of opinion that we may not like all right like they may say i don't want to be in a relationship or i don't have time to be in a relationship why do we try to change the narrative why that's that's the quickest deflet i have seen like why do we try to change the narrative brainwashing ourselves to believe that they're just playing and maybe we should try harder like you just didn't hear the note (laughs) Like you just didn't hear that man. Like you just didn't hear that woman tell you no. Like no matter if a person vocalizes a no or says it in a roundabout way, no means no. All right. No means no. That goes into the bare minimum. Stop taking no's. You deserve better than that. You don't des- you don't deserve the minimal things in life. You need to stop taking these no's. You need to stop saying within yourself, well, if I keep being persistent, then maybe there'll no change to a yes. But at the end of the day, this ain't no flirtatious no. This is a serious no. This is a roundabout no. So if no means no, I'm not finna keep forcing my face in front of you because my dad always told me and I say it on here all the time don't let a man have to tell you more than once that he don't like you and you as a woman you shouldn't want to have to pressure yourself onto somebody because like we have been saying if somebody wants to do for you they will they will they honestly truthfully what they will and maybe well you know (laughs) I'm pretty sure we have all experienced this um, because you was looking at me when I made the statement agreeing. 
So have you ever been in a situation where you possibly said no? Not even possibly. I'm going to say that you said no in the situation and you wish that the person maybe had ignored it to pursue you. Or are you glad they didn't listen? Because like I have said, there are scenarios where people have said no, but later favored into a yes. But I feel as though at the end of the day, no means no. Yes, I I mean, I have felt that type of way, you know, but at the same time, everything happens for a reason because it's a reason and a purpose to why I told that individual no at that time, not saying it could transform into a yes, but no, like you said, no means no. For me, Emmanuel, I am a gift giver. I love to give gifts to the people that I care about. I love to spend time with people that I care about. I love to travel. I like to doing new things. I love exercise. I love cleaning and all of that. And if I don't see that in and plus, I love God. But I was telling my sister the other day, my faith with God has just gotten so bigger than what I could even imagine. My faith with him has gotten to the point like God for my spouse, like he could be a God for him, a God fearing man and a man that loves you. But God, let him be real. Don't let him be fake. Don't let him be so fake that he could praise you and at the same time he is doing the things that's against your word let him be real and when I mean by be real let him live his everyday life he doesn't have to say God this God that God everything he could just have a normal conversation like a regular person would and just do what the Lord has called him to do so Yes, you know, I do consider that I'm glad that I told those individuals no at that time. Do I wish that some of those no's would have turned into yeses that the man would cash after me? Yes. What woman that what woman doesn't like a man to run after her? Every woman likes a man chasing her, even if they ugly. But and nobody ugly. God nobody God made everybody beautiful in his own image. Okay, he he was just he was just just not your type okay let's just put it like that he let's, wasn't, let's just, okay. yeah he wasn't your type but his body was your type okay that's a different podcast series but um or she wasn't your type but um, it's just yo okay, okay but they, that, they ain't ready for that yeah, that's something for that. different that's something different but you know every woman loves to be chased by a man but at the same time i want the man that's supposed to be chasing me i want him to be my future husband i'm in my mid-20s this year and i don't have time for games anymore i don't have time for the chase and the joke and the playful and all that other extra stuff no if you want to be real with me let's be real if you if you tell me you love god and all that and your life is living accordingly okay but if you say you're not religious but you still a good man and stuff like that yada 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 okay but if you smoking you drinking you cussing and you live in the sins of the world then i'm sorry i can't do that because then you you are making me step outside of my comfort zone and that's non-negotiable so yes i'm grateful that i said no to those individuals because you know i never know where i'll be at to today 
Yeah, that's that's truth. And also when she says, you know, be upfront with her, like I said, you know, we always say that, but we don't want to hear it. But that's sometimes a hard pill to swallow, because if you're trying to progress in life, if you're trying to do the things that you want to do in life. Sometimes you're going to have to swallow pills that you don't want to swallow. You're going to have to endure things that you don't want to endure. But it's getting you to your purpose. It's getting you where you want to be in life. It's getting you to that progress where you trying to get out of something this part in your life is about to elevate you and some people will never have your insight not just in dating in general they won't have your insight of what you want in your life because when God speaks to us sometimes he don't always have to tell everybody he spoke to you because specifically he wants you to do it now if you find somebody in a process that's linked up with the same mindset and God confirms it that's a different story but people are not gonna understand your insight sometimes you would tell them something that God has told you or sometimes you can tell them something that you want to do or something that you have been thinking about for a long time and you would get laughed in your face face and they like oh my bad no and you know what the funny part about that is to me when they laugh in my face I don't even get mad I say in the back of my head and I say within my spirit I'm like God prove them wrong just because you said that you was gonna do this God proved them wrong and at the end of the day let your will be done let what your purpose what what are you trying to do in my life power through so you can get the credit because sometimes the environment that people are living in or the experiences that they have dealt with in life their thought process is limited is limited if you say today you want to become a billionaire millionaire trillionaire whatever the case in there may be you might tell somebody that and they're gonna laugh in your face but if you are taking the necessary precautions to save to budget to do the things that need to be done then at the end of the day it's gonna happen but faith without works is dead you just can't be walking around saying how you're gonna do things and ain't putting no work in it like God told me this so I'm gonna just wait till God bless me no bro you gotta put in the work we gotta stay prayed up we gotta stay connected with God because the same interaction that you had with God when you first got saved or when you first connected with him when he was blessing you when he was doing all these things need to be the same energy that you have now like God know I'm gonna trust you God know I'm gonna be there for you and not to lose the faith and not to lose the hope and just continue to walk into your purpose because that man a woman will come and have you ever thought about it like sometimes God can set you up in a way as you're being obedient in your walk of life and servitude to him servitude to Christ that you meet your purpose mate in the process and I call it a purpose mate because I just don't need a mate I need a purpose mate I need somebody that's on the path of finding their purpose as I am finding my purpose and we magnify each other it's not gonna be no he's leeching off of me I'm leeching off of him like no we're gonna be in this together we're gonna just show God the glory like (laughs) when God creates unions it's for a purpose is for a purpose, not just only a union. I'm talking about just a union of relationship, a union, a union of marriage. It is a display of God's unconditional love that he has for man. Not saying that your spouse can love you more than God, but just the fact you can meet somebody and you can love them unconditionally so much to the fact that you will lay your life down for this person. That's how God sees us. He loves 
loves us so much. He wants the best for us so much that he laid down his son's life for us. He laid it down. So he wants us to realize that we deserve more. We deserve better. And the person that is going to somehow, some way, some miraculous power, I don't know how he's going to enter into our lives, me and my sister. I don't know how he's going to enter into your life. I don't know how she going to enter into your life because I can't prophesy nothing because I don't know. But what I do know is this, that they're not going to put you down. They're They're not going to be expecting happiness from you. They're already going to be happy when you meet them. You won't have to have that fix some mentality like, oh, you have to fix them. You have to make them a better and evolved person. You have to, you have to, you have No, they're going to have it all together. Yes, sometimes in life we hit those hard parts and we need some uplifting. That's something different. I'm saying this. It's not going to be like you have an anchor attached to your ankle dragging somebody along with you because you've seen the potential that they have within themselves but they're not putting in the work for it so you're doing all the work for them let me tell you something it's gonna click for them one way or another regardless if you are connected to that person or not it's gonna click for them so you being that anchor for them you in their life letting them leech off of you is not good you have to step back and have that moment of you can say so many times what you desire and what you want from somebody but at the end of the day like we have said on here multiple times people are going to do what they want to do it has always been that way so you need to say you know what I know my worth I know what I want for myself I know what I want for my life I know I'm not finna settle for the bare minimum I'm not finna let this dude clown me because I this is what I want for my life I'm not finna let this girl clown me because this is what I want for my life and it's not to be stubborn it's not to be cocky it's not to be none of that you just can't achieve my expectations you're not even qualified like I have said on here before when you want to buy a expensive car like a Lamborghini or a Ferrari you don't get the test drive that car unless you're in that tax bracket that's the same that goes with relationships whether you're courting dating or whatever if they don't meet your tax bracket they will never be able to even be in the same room as you because like I said their process of thinking is limited the way they move is limited and God is not going to keep them keep that limitation in your life he wants to bring us to newer heights and once we realize that he wants to bring us to newer heights he is not going to let us keep accepting the bare minimum that people are giving us is it won't happen no more that unresolved baggage that you keep getting that people need to be healed from and vice versa that won't be there no more because the person who will enter into your life is going to be whole and it's not going to question or minimize your expectations or desires because they're going to want to do for you automatically not just because you're a woman of God not just because you're a man of God they're going to want to do for you because they have love for you and they want to see you win and they want to see you do great and they want to see you become the greatest version of yourself that you can be and vice versa it's not going to be no weighing me down it's not going to be no conflicting it's not going to be in the back of your head you saying to yourself I really shouldn't be talking to this person but I'm gonna just go ahead and go with the flow it ain't gonna be none of that 
It ain't going to be none of that. So anytime you may be faced with a new relationship or trying to stay in one, sustain it or whatever you may have it, ask yourself these questions. If you got to ask yourself these questions every single day, if you got to ask yourself these questions every single week, if you got to ask yourself these questions every single hour, do it. Ask yourself, what would I not do for love? What will I do for love? And also, what do I do for love? Do I compromise in some areas to avoid abandonment? Because you are the common denominator of the relationship. You are the common denominator. Any relationship that you are building, it pertains to you. So you're that common denominator. So you have to, if you want to see change, y'all, if you really, if you really, 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 really want to see change, stop pointing fingers. Stop, stop pointing fingers at people. You know, it's that saying that says you point one finger, three point back at you. Yep. Stop pointing fingers. Just let it go. It ain't, it ain't about them anymore. It's about you. It's about not making people hold accountability. It's you. You teach people how to treat you. If you keep letting these bare minimum people in your life do whatever they do, say whatever they say to you, and you just keep latching on to them, they're going to keep doing those things to you. You teach people how to treat you. Once you realize, and yes, we know our worth, and yes, we know our value, and yes, we know we can be greater and above all because God says we're kings and queens and we are his children. So the fact that we know that, let's not settle for anything less. We must reflect within ourselves, take inventory and ask God to move through us and out of us that we can receive the unconditional love he has for every one of us. Because I know he has it. He says it in his word. If you don't believe me, pick up a Bible. It's so much in the Bible that talks about love. So much, so much. God loves us so much. Everybody know the scripture. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, and who shall ever be and whosoever believed in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Exactly. God loves us. So if he loves us more than enough, you should love yourself more than enough to not accept minimal actions. It's it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I see so many times people on social media, they posing to be this perfect couple. They're posing to be this perfect relationship. They're posing, they're posing, they're posing. And then weeks, months later, everything crashes. The sheets get pulled from underneath them. And you see all their business on the, fro- on the forefront. Life is not a game. It's not you faking till you make it. Actually become something. Actually say within yourself, you want to be greater. Actually say, I'm not going to take any less than. I'm going to teach these people how to treat me. And if they don't value me the way I value myself or even the more, I'm going to remove myself out of this situation. But that's enough because I done, I done chatted it up and we honestly need to get off here. But I really want my sister to bring on some add-ons and leave you listeners with something. Yeah, so let me shut up. If you have any add-ons or anything you want to leave our listeners with, go right ahead. The floor is yours. All I will say is, women, you are in a garden. How is your garden looking? Is your garden looking destroyed or is it looking up to keep? Men, 
you're hunting for the key to the woman's garden that God has destined you to stay in. We just, as men and women, have to get it together. We have to tell each other that we are qualified for everything that we want in a man and what we want in a woman. That our standards are not the bare minimum. Because at the end of the day, everyone has someone for them. Everyone has a partner. And for the ones that's okay with not having a partner, that's good. But for the ones that wants a partner in life, you have one. I have one. Lydia have one. So in the meantime, work on your garden. Work on yourself. Working on your garden doesn't mean you're working on yourself. Working on your garden means you doing things in your life that you love to do. It, it goes hand in hand. Yes, that deals with working with yourself, but working on yourself means you are improving things that you know you lack or you fixing things that's in yourself that you know that needs to be done. But you're not working on yourself. You finding things that you love to do. You're helping yourself. You're healing yourself. That is a part of your garden. Finding things that you love to do, dance, sing, helping people, cleaning, cooking. That's a part of your garden because that is a part of who you are. It, for men, it could be fixed cars. It, it could be building houses. It could be starting their own business. Find things that you love to do. And men, don't heal yourselves up so good that you wrap your eyes with bandages and you can't see the goodness of the woman that you prayed for right in front of your face because of an argument or of a confrontation, whatever the case may be or whatever it is. Because in Egypt, they put the emperors and the heads in a tomb. Men, yes, y'all are kings and emperors and all of that, but you trying to find the person you supposed to be with. It's not time for you to wrap yourself up yet. It's time for you to heal yourself. It's time for you to work on yourself. And it's time for you to find things that you love to do. And if, the, if that woman is not for you and she's a good woman, let her go because she's not yours. Put her back in lost and found. Women, same thing. If that man, it, 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 he's a good man, but he's not yours, put him back in lost and found. Because what you're doing, you messing up someone else's life that could be spending time with that individual. And you messing up your own time with the individual that God have to be ordained with. I'm going to leave y'all with this a piece of advice. And then I'm done. I was at work one day and um, I had a lovely lady. She, me and her was just talking about life in general. We was talking about relationships and we was talking about what we was talking about now. Standards are not bare minimum. And she was, and she's married. She was like, you know, I ain't, I'm not going to lie. Marriage is hard. Marriage is challenging. And I told her was this, yes, marriage could be hard. Yes, marriage could be challenging. Yes, marriage could be all those things. But 
I rather would be equally yoked with him than unequally yoked. And that's all I have to say with that. Because you're his lobster. Oh, God, Lydia. That's, I reference Friends. If you don't know what Friends is, you need to look up that clip. Lobster, Friends scene. But, yeah, I, I, I completely, completely, completely agree. We have to take inventory within ourselves. We have to show love to ourselves. And we have to understand that not everybody is going to get what we want and even if they get what we want like you said if they're not ours put them back don't be too selfish to block somebody from receiving who they need to receive because that also puts a hold on who you need to receive because whoever god blesses us with in our life is only going to be magnified 10 times more when god says your cup runneth over he literally means that he's gonna runneth over your cup so if your cup ain't running over right now, go put that person back so you can get a cup that's running over in all aspects, communication maturity, um, just everything else. Because everybody love language is different, but the person that is supposed to be for you will also understand your love language. You will understand their love language and y'all just going to be equally yoked and happy in the love. And that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. So thank you so much, Amaywa. Thank you so much, my sister. I don't know if we gonna bring you back because the fact she called y'all the ELTs, I feel some type of way because they already have a name. They're called the SBCs. We're sisters and brothers in Christ. Regardless if we say the unsaved, they my sister and they my brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got my own squad too that be listening to me when I come on your podcast. But in all reality, it's good that we have listeners that's listening because that means we are putting in a lesson or knowledge in what they're going through at that time because you know it's what we learned today in church. Not everything that you listen to is going to answer all your problems, but. You know, I just pray and I just believe, you know, when we do get together and when you do do your podcast, I pray that you answer someone's question at the end of the day. You might not be able to answer everybody's question. I might not be able to answer everybody's question. But at the end of the day, one person has the answer to one predicament in their life. I received that. Thank you so much. Well, you know, we're all family here at The Reach Tangout. And I know the listeners enjoyed the new insight, the encouragement, and the energy that you brought today. So thank you again. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like. Don't forget to follow. Share your respectful thoughts in the comment section if you would like to continue on this conversation. Share slash tag a friend. And make sure your post notifications are turned on to know when the next episode drops. And, you know, like... My sister just said, I just want to give a quick shout out. Y'all, we almost to a thousand listeners. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. So the SBCs, y'all doing y'all thing. <laughs> Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting. I just posted a video on there about skincare and new products that you guys, if y'all want to try out and just see my morning routine in so many words. And I have other videos on there too. So just do those things. Like, comment, share, subscribe. So I know that you found me. And all of my socials will be in the description box of the podcast. So don't be worried. And if no one has told you this today, I love you. 
and God loves you. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye. Y'all have a good day and happy Sunday.